0: guys uh we should be live nice right i think we got this thing figured out all right welcome everybody this is a twin cities carry live show it's our bi-weekly uh facebook live show i'm shane i'm an instructor with twin cities carry with me is jim and aj both instructors with twin cities carry aj happens to own the company so it might be worth mentioning (laughs) Uh, tonight we're going to look at, uh, we're going to talk about suppressors. Uh, I think we're going to talk about, I don't know how to term it, but uh, less than ethical permit to carry companies, uh, possibly get into some NFA Act items and whatever else comes up. I figured we'd start with maybe just uh, kind of touch on what we've what we've been doing over the last two weeks ourselves. So. Jim, you got anything new going on other than that guy your haircut?
1: <laughs> no, uh, I, I am happy to say, though, for those that have, uh, you know, been with us for the spring and the summer, we are finally just about caught up with getting range tests uh, scheduled. So that is, uh, that is a big relief. There is light at the end of the tunnel finally.
2: It's amazing. Yeah. It's yeah, I been appreciate, go, appreciate go, the patience go, go, on all go. of you getting here and we're finally seeing the light at the end of the tunnel
0: yeah it has uh it's been a drastic effort to to get caught up stay atop of things given everything that has happened in the last seven months
2: yeah it's amazing uh seven months feels like seven days and seven years at the same time doesn't it
0: yeah it really freaking does. uh we're talking about that at today that Somehow it's September already, and I swear to God, just yesterday it was March, and we were just learning about COVID and lockdowns. And...
2: I I gotta tell you, it's it's a bag of mixed emotions for me. Uh, you know, business wise, it's a record-setting year for us, and I'm sure every gun company out there, whether they're involved in sales or training or or any part of the process, but uh, holy crap! I mean, <laughs> I mean. Our instructors are going seven days a week to try and keep up, um, and for a while there we were failing, and we're finally seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. But it's it's great. It's stressful. It's uh, rewarding. It's amazing to see all the new people at the range, even those not coming to us. But the ranges, even during COVID, have been packed full in a in a season in which indoor ranges usually aren't. So.
0: Right. It's, uh, 100 percent
2: it's been good for them too so
0: yeah it's um i don't know it's it's crazy we've seen a lot of new people we've seen a lot of we fielded a lot of questions on you know how do i find firearms how do i find ammunition where can i buy a gun they can't find anything uh yeah it's i don't know
1: yeah, the, the problem right now is simply that some of the ranges are slowing down simply because the customers don't have ammunition. That's, that's sad.
2: Yes. Yeah. It's coming in spurts. You know, it's, uh, it's harder to find than it used to be, but you know, when people load up, they load up big time cause they're waiting for those big orders they put in a month or two ago and they finally come. And so one place will have stacked shelves and everybody else is out and that, one place moves around.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, I was, I was looking at ammo online just uh, recently, and, you know, 22 long rifle was expensive and hard to find. Uh, nine millimeters non-existent, although I've, you, you kind of hear little rumors and little tips that, oh, such and such, you know, Shields has a case of nine millimeter. Sportsman's Guide has, you know, boxes of a, a thousand
1: um yeah but if you're not in the car already on the way when you get that notification they're out by the time you get there yeah
0: Yeah. i have the benefit of working very close to uh sportsman's guide so you know if i if i hear it's there i run down and grab something if if i can i try not to be that that guy that's buying you know a couple thousand when i don't really need it but before we get too deep into it, I mean, realistically, we won't see ammo for another hmm?
2: four, five,
0: six months, middle of 2021. I mean, no matter what happens with the election, uh, I don't think either either outcome is beneficial to us as gun owners for, for am, ammunition or for uh, firearms. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know the panic buying is going to continue so,
1: and, and you know, it extends to guns too. You know, I there are a lot of people out there that want to buy a particular gun, and the stores don't have that one.
0: Yeah, you're starting to see some of them come back into uh into uh stock. You know, I've seen a lot of MP 2.0s and now six hour. Uh, p365s are are back you know not just that sas model so um that being said you know we like to think of ourselves as a pretty reputable company we think you should spend your money with us for your permanent care and other training needs Uh, we take what we do very seriously and um we take pride in what we do uh that being said we've seen some stuff locally here and across the country um as i said in the beginning some less than ethical permit carry companies. Uh, Obviously, we're not gonna name names on anything, but uh, I don't know if either you kind of wanted to run through what's been going on with uh, a few of the companies here locally. You guys are a little more abreast to it than I am.
1: Well, the the first one we heard about was uh, a pretty well-known company and I don't know the details. This was a a company that was run by one guy and then he typically has a business model where he has subcontractors who can work under his name. I don't know if if he was the the one involved or if it was one of those subcontractors, but somebody in the process who had his name or authorization to use his name was giving out certificates without requiring a rain shoot, which is one of the statutory requirements in Minnesota. That's a violation of of the agreement with the BCA, the Bureau of Criminal, Criminal Apprehension, who is our overseeing authority, and uh, they have yanked his accreditation. And if you go to the sheriff's office with one of his certificates, they turn you down. So you definitely want to investigate that your company knows that uh, you know was the what knows what the laws are and, and is is following them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think it was uh, I don't know, six, seven, eight months ago. A cousin of mine went to purchase a firearm, didn't have a permit to carry at the time or permit to purchase, and uh, we at a gun shop, and the, you know, gun shop owner basically said, oh, you know, you can't purchase without a permit to purchase or a, a permit to carry, but hey, you know, I got this course. You can take it right now. I'll get your certificate today, and I think my cousin answered 10 questions, and, um, you know the guy was like great you know give me 60 bucks 60 70 bucks whatever it was and gave him a certificate same day of completion for his you know safe training and live fire exercise and you know my cousin rightfully so wasn't 100 percent certain reached out and said hey you know i just uh you know is this legit And my response to him was you know no it's not if you didn't live fire exercise there's a real possibility you know you can go turn that certificate in you can pay your money to your sheriff's office and you're going to get a permit. There's a real possibility in the future your permit to carry could be nullified. Uh, it, they could absolutely revoke your permit, and they may or may not send a permit uh, a letter to you. We've seen it in other states, not just in Minnesota, uh, Michigan. There was just uh, just something along those lines. So I mean, it's
1: you have to you have to be careful. Um, well, and Shane, do you want to talk about that example of the ad that you and I followed up on the other night?
0: Yeah, uh,
2: I can't Yeah, I was just going to actually say something about that. Is you know, it's unfortunate. I mean, we uh, we are in direct competition with a lot of people. Some of them locally, some of them nationally, and because the way reciprocity works, every state's laws are different. The application and testing is different. The uh, shooting requirement is there for some and not for others. And, and so you will see these ads. Facebook, for example, um, is a common one where you can take your course online, no shooting necessary, and it's for a valid permit, but it's not a valid permit in this state, right? And so we already have this weird spot or reputation, within the gun community that these types of things are, I don't know, maybe labeled as scams when they're not quite scams, they're just somewhat not accurate or misleading, right? Um, And then we have these issues where even guys locally, like the two you mentioned, are not doing things legally and they bring in negative attention. And it's unfortunate because a lot of us do the same processes that these guys are also including, but omitting the second or third or fourth and fifth parts of that training process. And sometimes that negative attention comes towards us unwarranted. And it sucks for us, it sucks for the other legitimate instructors and gun businesses. Um, The only people that do benefit are those, I don't know if you wanna use fly by night or, you know, non-conforming to Minnesota law companies, but they're the only ones that win. It's not our customers, not their customers. It's not the community at large, unfortunately.
1: Well, we had something else happen that was, you know, not necessarily a violation of law, but just a, a sign of how good your system needs to be because we had two of our students go to ranges that also offer permit to carry courses walk in and say, I need to do my shooting test. One of the instructors from that company put them out on the range, tested them, gave them a certificate. They never went through that company's course. That range, that company never checked to verify that that was actually one of their students. AJ and I talked about that after the first one and we looked at what we were doing and we can comfortably say that could not happen with us. That is literally a crack that you can't fall through because it, that doesn't exist in the way we track our records. We're Yeah,
2: the, the record keeping and the checks and balances we put in place, it, it, it can't occur with us. Um, and it, it kind of breaks my heart that it can happen anywhere. Um, luckily, in that specific instance, at least they did all of the steps, just not correctly. They um,
0: <laughs> did all but, the steps, just not with the same company
2: yeah I mean it you know because well what many people don't understand especially in the state of Minnesota is it it's kind of left vague as to the requirements especially specifically when it comes to the shooting test the state does not specify what the shooting test is right and so every company's shooting test is different um, some are similar to each other but in general it it's made up by the person submitting the the lesson plan and the in the course for approval through the BCA in the first place. So, um, you know, just just for example, uh, total defense in Ramsey's test is going to be completely different than Bill's gun range in Hudson, and that those two are completely different than our test, which is completely different than you know, uh, horse and hunt club, whoever might be instructing there so also an interesting fact.
0: A little what both of you were talking Uh, there is a you know me and Jim were actually after one of these kind of talking and we're looking into some of the online stuff right competition admittedly and there's this one it's you know I'll name this one it's nothing local it's a fly-by-night operation in my opinion it's U.S. concealed online. They have a seven six three phone number. They have a little picture of Minnesota, right?
2: Very deceiving.
0: Yeah, join the thousands of Minnesota residents who've already qualified legal concealed carry in Minnesota. If you live in Minnesota and want to conceal carry in thirty other states, our certification certi- certification will work with you. Well, you go through it <laughs> online. You pay a hundred dollars, and and what it is, hundred dollars. Yeah, it, what it is is it's a uh, I believe it was Virginia. Uh, yeah. It was the Virginia course. Which doesn't require a live fire exercise. Also, Minnesota does not honor their course, their permit. It, it doesn't work in Minnesota. I would be out $100 plus dollars for a permit I can't even carry in my backyard. And worse, there are people out there who are going to be fooled by this. Oh. That's a problem. Plenty, I'm sure.
1: Well, you said they had a 763 phone number, but do you remember where the address was when we looked it up?
2: Uh, uh, Nevada, as Nevada. I
1: recall. Nevada. Right now, yeah, Stateline Nevada.
0: So
2: a Nevada company advertising a Virginia permit in Minnesota.
0: As a Minnesota permit. It is. And, and,
1: and trying to give you the impression they're a local company. It oh,
2: is. They're doing everything they can.
0: Yeah. And, and I don't know, that's, that really bugs me. There are some good ones out there that are honest about what they are, and you can do, uh, you know. An online permit, and you can take. You can even find a local instructor, right? I think USCCA does that. We're not affiliated in that sense, but you know, Rocket, uh, Rocket CCW does that, where they, you can take their online coursework, and you can find a local instructor. But yep.
2: so here's kind of the best case scenario: one, come to us, right?
1: <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Two, I mean, that's that's the smart move, right?
2: Oh. If you don't live in the metro, because we're primarily in the metro, um, if you don't live in the metro, but you live in Minnesota, you want a Minnesota permit, right? The Minnesota BCA website lists all the uh, certified training providers and their locations. You can search by zip code, right? That's the best, most accurate spot to go for an instructor near you.
1: You know, and then guess- last, last time, for what it's worth, last time we looked, there were 477 companies listed. Yep. Oh, and truthfully, I would gladly
2: that. help people who do not live in the metro who want a good referral for somewhere else. I will gladly point somebody in the right direction.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you're not you're not in the metro, if you're down south or you're up north, you know, the other- I mean, I,
2: I have plenty of connections in the gun community of other instructors not near us that, you know, would love to help other people out. And, you know, it's, it's a good little community of instructors that, you know, we- shoot students their way they shoot students our way you know it's it's a it's a community and we'd love to keep it that way so if anybody needs help certainly go to our website we'll be glad to help you
0: if we're not the people for you or we're not near you we'll be glad to help you find somebody. so not to just pick on permit to carry companies Uh, the other reason i wanted to talk about this is there's a story out of santa clara county in california Four indicted in Santa Clara County Sheriff concealed gun permit scandal. Uh, So some of you may understand the difference between may issue and shall issue. Uh, Shall issue is what it is, you will issue a permit unless said individual is denied for one of these reasons, right? You're a felon. Other things along those lines. Uh, May issue is at discretion of the local issuing authority. So In California, what's going on is some sketchy sheriff's, some sketchy sheriff deputies are uh, finding ways to get paid under the table to issue permit to carry. And uh, right now a lot of them are pleading the fifth, but uh, so it's, you know, thankfully here in Minnesota, we are a shall issue state.
1: well, I was just say, I've told this story before, but I had a student last year who maintains a Minnesota permit because his parents still live here, but he lives near San Francisco. I couldn't tell you which specific county because I don't know. But he went to the sheriff and asked about getting a permit to carry, it, and they said, we tend to limit that to those that are in the sheriff's posse. And he said, oh, okay, I'd love to join that. What's it take? And they said, I oh, usually at least $5,000. Hmm. Yeah. To me, that sounds like a bribe.
2: I wonder how long that gets you.
1: I don't know. One <laughs> permit? Yeah, is that, is that a monthly membership? Is that a yearly membership? Is that a lifetime fee? I don't permit know.
2: comes with other benefits.
1: Yeah, and I mean, clearly you'd have to re-up after the next sheriff takes office too, right? <laughs> yeah. Well,
0: you know, what I was reading on it is it really seems to be, full. you know, there, there's large payments in the you know forty to $90,000 amount. It tends to be for those private security individuals who work for high-profile clients, right? So it's really not even the individuals getting a permit that are footing the bill. It's their company or their employer. Um, But it's the people writing the rules, telling you 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 can't have guns to protect yourself, but we can have people with guns to protect us, right? Rules for the, not rules for me. And it's just another thing that really freaking bugs me.
1: Ah, uh, you know, well, I mean, the, the, the definition of leadership implies that you're a good follower. So if you can't follow the rules that you're making everybody else follow, you're not a leader. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, that's a good comment here that I want to I wanna mention. We talk about it in our, our permit to carry classes, but um, permit to carry badges are complete BS. You should not buy one of those on Amazon. You should never carry a permit to carry badge that is impersonating a law officer. It carries, it, it gives you nothing. Uh, you know, all that's important here in Minnesota is that you have your, if you're carrying, you have your permit to carry and your ID. That, that's what you need to carry. You if don't, I'm
2: going to be blunt about that, you gain nothing, you can lose everything. Exactly. Don't do that.
0: <laughs> it's bad. <laughs> it's don't do that really really bad
1: and wrong <laughs> your best case scenario is you're out the cost of the badge. that's as good as it gets i mean like, i can understand everything else is uh, from there. behind it
2: right you're trying to show something that shows some sort of i don't know legality or something to what you're doing but it, that's not is what that is not what happens it it comes off as impersonating, it makes you a target. I mean, it. Don't do it. It's don't do it. It's
0: dumb. That's all there is to it. It's dumb. Don't do it. Oh man, yeah. I I was just I was blown away reading that story out of California. Um, I don't I don't. You know, we joke and then, commie California. And, you know,
1: it's. it's well, what was that story out of Michigan you were going to talk about? Where, what was it the uh, an equivalent company of ours and somebody has had criminal charges brought up against them? because they were doing something kind of- Yeah, I think it
2: was the same kind of thing gotcha. that you were referring to earlier that happened here locally where the guy- Yeah, it seemed like it was
1: of kind process. of the same situation, but it had at least gone far enough that that some members of the company had criminal charges filed against yep. them.
0: Yep. Yeah, I uh, I believe it was felony level actually. Uh, I'll be honest with you. I. I didn't look into
1: it because I do remember thinking that, oh, they're not getting their gun rights back when they get out of jail. So, yeah, it was felony level charges.
0: Yeah. And there was uh, nullification of permits. Uh, here we go. Concealed pistol instructor accused of giving non-legal courses. Uh, Muskegon County concealed pistol instructor is accused of providing courses that do not meet legal requirements, potentially invalidating licenses for people who attended classes. Uh, Right. And that's, that's the, that's the fear. That's the thing I I hate to think about somebody carrying illegally because of some shady crappy instructor. Um, So this guy looks like course issued, Uh, instructor issued course completion certifications between September 1st, 2019 and August 10th, 2020. Um, and those people, that's a long time. You know, I don't know. I don't know how many, you know, I don't know how big of a company this was. If it was just one guy, what, what have you. But I mean, you're looking at anywhere from tens to thousands of people, right? Yeah.
1: I mean, we're, we're definitely a large company when it comes to this, but in our case, that would be thousands yeah. or, you know, the individual shop, it could yeah be tens, dozens, um, but you know, it could be into the hundreds as well.
2: Yeah. If they're a reputable, reputable company, I mean, you're easily into hundreds, probably into thousands,
0: yeah.
2: especially given the current climate.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah, another comment here. And, and this is one I've heard a lot. Uh, a guy told me he wouldn't make me shoot after the class. It's – if they're going to skimp on that, what else are they cutting courses on? Or cutting well,
2: courses? and why would you want to take it?
0: Yeah. You know, it's, it's – you know, Jim, you have a, a good experience from your first uh, – your first permit to carry, I believe, uh, with the – I don't really care where it's
1: – Well, to to be honest, that was the same guy that we're talking about. Um, I took his class and he put, I I didn't count, but there was like 10, 12 of us all in the range at one time. We each have our own shooting bay. We each have our own gun. He's supposedly supervising all 10 or 12 of us at once by himself. And he literally uttered the words, I don't care if you hit the target, as long as it looks like you're putting the lead in the right direction. And I kind of thought, you know, I think we can do a little better than that.
0: Yeah, I think it jumps a little bit better.
2: Uh, I I demand we do better, personally. <laughs> yeah,
1: well, let's 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 be totally honest about it. As a company, we do a better job than that. Yes, yes. we I mean, are indi- we are individually supervising, and you do have to hit the paper yeah. and a certain number of times.
0: A, a beat on every other company. Oh my God! Like we're the freaking best. Like no, there's a lot of good reputable companies. Here. There's
2: a ton of good companies. In uh, fact some of yeah. our stiffest competition is they're great companies in fact.
1: I mean yeah, like I said there's last checked, us, there's 400 there's 477 companies out there and we're talking about one bad egg. Yeah.
2: I mean some some of us have taken those classes in some variation or another whatever it might be and I mean I've been through some of them yep. um, you know not just as a student but like I mean, good information, good processes, great, you know, skill building, mm-hmm. teaching moments. Like it, they just, they're good people just like us that want to do good, want to get guns in the right hands and grow the gun community. Um, I mean, we have been bashing a little bit here, but there's a ton, especially in the in the state.
1: Yeah. Well, I just want to say, I want to say what we're saying is we're generally bashing one company who has clearly, been uh, found to be doing things wrong because the state authority has yanked their
0: accreditation it's more than one company though there are the fly-by-night operations like i said that uh
1: sorry uh, one local company
0: <laughs> you know and and we don't know what exactly what happened with that that company um you know for us our shooting test is is not the most intensive thing but i think we we get what we need out of it we know that you know how to operate your firearm in a safe manner and you know how to put rounds on target for us it's 20 rounds at 21 feet we expect 15 out of 20 on target we expect a magazine change and we're going to help you with it if you have some issues that you know the other thing it's not just a no, that's what we're there for oh you only had 14 on target get out of here it's okay well let's load another mag up let's figure out is it your grip are you anticipating the shot are you closing your eyes are you cross-eyed the one that gets me every time i will spend three four bags and
1: yeah i see the target we're good and then they're you know cross-eyed and, let, but, let, let, let's use a better term though than cross-eyed it's cross-body dominant with their eye cross-eyed is an entirely different thing
0: fair enough you are correct i used the wrong term you're just mad no, the, the, way,
1: the way i tell people about it is it's like the driver's test when you were 16 and you wanted to get your, your driver's license <laughs> showing that you're a great driver but it's expected that you're going to continue and get better
2: that's that's the exact analogy i use too you're not a good driver when you get a license the same is going to be true if this is the beginning of your training right you get your permit to carry doesn't mean you're a good shooter or a good carrier right it means that you've successfully passed that
0: minimum proficiency yeah i mean i think we tell everybody it's it's We're going to get you to a passing point, but, boy, this is just – you just dipped your toe in the water. This is a perishable skill you need to work on, you need to practice. We're going to show you, you know, how to hold the firearm, how to aim, how to, you know, pull the trigger without anticipating your shot. But, man, yeah, we'll get you through it in, in class, but there's so much more to it than just that.
1: Uh, AJ, I, th- I think this is a perfect time for your line at the end of the course. If you want to carry a gun, you better be good at it. And that means that, that you are practicing with a desired outcome in mind. This is not something where you just go to the range every five years to requalify. Yep. Yeah. yeah, and it's,
0: uh, you know, a, a good point to touch back on. You know, the state just says you will have a live fire test. It doesn't tell you that it needs to meet this standard or this, you know, it needs to be 16 shots at this, 4 shots at that, 3 meg changes, and draw from concealment. So it, it's, you know, if that's not what you're being asked to do, if that's not what they're, they're working towards, you need to reevaluate, look at them. Uh, and, you know, I don't know, I'd be asking for my money back, know. So. But, I mean, that's me. Oh, what else you guys got? What else you want to dig into? It's uh, a whole bunch of stuff I don't want to talk about. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's been a weird couple of weeks, as we say every other week. Well,
1: you know, in, in the weirdest year I can remember, yeah, it's been a weird last couple of weeks, even on top of it.
0: So. To be clear, when I say it's been a weird last couple of weeks, I still look at last week as, like, you know, March, so. Uh. <laughs>
2: You're not wrong. Like I said, <laughs> the, the longest seven days in the shortest seven years of COVID ever, right? Like, that's what it feels like. Seven days and seven years, all in one, when reality is seven months.
0: <laughs> yeah, and you know...
1: You know, it's not really a subject I want to get into for fear of Getting too far down that that political rabbit hole, but there's so many people out there now that are rushing to defend property, and and definitely there are stories like that that have been very prominent in the news, you know, even up into today. And I, I just wonder where that's going, where we as a society are going, where the 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 police are not able to. Rein in what is going on with the public because they weren't designed to do that You know the public was supposed to largely regulate itself and behave and then the police were just supposed to Deal with the exceptions, but you know in so many cities So many nights now there is there is uh, know violent activity going on and people want to Make sure that their business or maybe their neighbors business or even people they don't know you know aren't targets of stuff like that and you know, you you get down to the letter of the law that that's not legal. But I understand where they're coming from when they do it. So I'm just, you know, it's just one of those where well, in the back of my mind, that's just one of those. I wonder where all this is going to lead up to because it's certainly not looking good that this is the way at least some people think we need to act at the moment.
2: Without without digging too deep into any specific political issue or or things, I. I sincerely hope that if nothing else comes out of this, that we use, commonly we use the term panic buying since the beginning of COVID because of ammunition going, uh, the supplies are getting low, uh, guns themselves are getting harder to find. Obviously people are taking classes and record numbers. If nothing else, I hope that this whole scenario has at least opened the eyes to people about how important the Second Amendment really is. Because when things started to get weird and things started to get dangerous in our own backyard, clearly one of the first things people did is went to the stores to try and find a way to defend themselves and their families.
0: Well, what are you gonna do when the police, and I'm not blaming the police, when the police can't be there, what are you left with? When your adversary is armed, even if it's not firearms, but they're armed, right. Firearms are an equalizer in my view. Like that, that's what I appreciate about them when it comes to self-defense. It puts me and the aggressor on an hopefully equal and and honestly, hopefully unequal skewed towards me
2: in your favor. Yeah.
0: But at the very least an equal platform, you know, I'm not the biggest guy. I'm not the strongest guy. Um, you know, I, I would say the same thing. You can take a, a six foot four, two hundred and whatever pound, you know, individual, and a five foot four, you know, hundred pound, uh, uh, another individual. Like, if this person chooses to do violence against you, physical attributes are not enough, right? The only thing that evens that playing field, if you will, are firearms. It is an equalizer. It is. It's the only thing you have at your disposal at that point when, when the police aren't there. And let's be honest, the police are never going to be there. They are always going to be minutes away. And a lot can happen in a short span. Well,
1: the, 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 but the police are designed to be reactive, not proactive. Their job is to secure the scene after a crime is committed and then investigate, figure out who's responsible and make sure they're held accountable there's nothing in the charter of a police force that says they're supposed to be preventing anything it's just that's not what they're to do yeah. fortunately we kind of need them to do that right now and they're not equipped we've seen supreme court
0: case law where it's the police don't have a duty to protect if it's if it's too sketchy if it's too bad it's too violent they don't have a duty to protect you i, I I understand that. I get it. they right. They have their own lives and own families that they need to worry about. Um, so it's, yeah, we've, you know, when it, when it comes down to what I, I fear about this year is they're going to use this panic buying and we've already seen it where it's, you know, it, it we've seen the next check take longer and longer to a point where many many checks are taking longer than the allotted period and you know i I forget if if it's three business days or seven business days
1: three three
0: three thank you um you know i saw an ad today where it was every town for for gun safety and mom's demand action uh that you know these companies are exploiting the i forget what what loophole they tagged it as but I, you can go to Fleet Farm, you can try to buy a gun, and it's going to take you seven days. They're not going to sell you that gun until they get a clear from the NICS system. But we're seeing, you know, Moms Demand Action, every town for gun safety, saying, well, look at all these guns, because it's taking seven days on average for a NICS check, all these felons are getting guns. All these pe- prohibited persons are getting guns. And, and my fear is they're going to find ways to spin this. And a lot of these people who went out and bought firearms now – to protect themselves in a moment of panic are not going to really understand because nothing bad is going to happen to them, thankfully. And they're just going to, you know, back and put it up in the closet, and we're going to go vote for that, you know, common sense gun control bull.
1: Well, and I, I think part of it is too. You know, we'll you we're all in in discussion groups and forums, and things will get posted by an anti gun group and people will in response say, oh, they don't even know what they're talking about. Look at how they get the, they're getting the terminology wrong and they don't care. It, it isn't important to the people that don't want us to have guns that they don't understand the terminology. They just know they need to take away the guns. So, I mean, we're sitting there. I mean, it, it's really just verbal masturbation that we're sitting there making fun of them for not knowing the terms because we're missing the whole point if that's what we're arguing about. Yeah. To, to add to it, too, I mean, it's not just the next check when you're buying a gun. I mean, other than Dakota County, is anybody in the metro area running uh, a, a decent schedule as far as, as accepting applications? Uh, my last tenants?
2: understanding is that uh, Anoka County isn't doing too bad, but don't quote me on that.
1: I mean, what, what last we heard, Hennepin County was already out into October and their appointment only. I haven't confirmed it, but somebody told me Ramsey County is even further out.
2: Yeah, November, I believe.
1: Yeah, that, that that's what I heard as well. Wow.
0: Interesting, it's... Um...
1: You know, and they're making allowances if your driver's license expires and you can't get in, but if your permit expires and you can't get in, they don't care.
2: No you're gonna be
1: without a permit for a while. And you're gonna pay the fees they go along with with missing the deadlines too. You're not going to get any grace period on those because it's somebody else's fault.
0: Yep. Yeah. It's funny. They'll get they'll make sure you get your privilege, but not your right. Yeah, this
1: is a this is another prime
2: example, and this is one of Jim's biggest pet peeves is people waiting to the last minute. This is a prime example of why you should not wait till the last minute, right? Yeah. Your company, yeah. right? Us, Twin Cities Carry, There's a wait between finishing your course getting to the shooting range uh as of this morning um we're not doing too bad in comparison to the last few months we're about a week out plus or minus um right some people don't have a week (laughs) what if what if a week is two weeks or three weeks uh if you're three weeks out to do the shooting test to get your certificate right then you know you well, think I mean, you're in line, but now you example, gotta wait two more months to go to the sheriff's office. Yeah, the
1: simple example is at least we're not the bottleneck anymore. You know, we're a week or two out. You live in Hennepin County. Jeez, it's six weeks before you're going to get into the sheriff. Yep. You live in uh, Ramsey County. Apparently it's even longer.
0: There's what six of us right now as instructors in the company. Uh, we are at a range. No joke, literally Every single day in September, one of us is at a range handling 17 to 20 students.
1: Uh, The number could be more than 20. Um, There is one exception. We are not working on Labor Day. Okay, well. So we're working 29 of the 30 days in September. And yeah, I mean, 15 to 17 is the minimum. There are lots of days where that number goes well over 20. And I mean, that's hours at the range that's I mean that's a big commitment.
0: Yeah so it, it's we're doing everything we can but you know that we all have we all have a regular day job uh, almost all of us have a regular day job <laughs> but um <laughs> it's you know <laughs> we had to flex and pivot to um to address uh and to, and to figure these things out.
1: Um, yeah, I mean the bottom line is we didn't know this surge was coming
0: was. We decided
1: just like everybody else but but I do finally feel like we're over the hump we have made significant progress and there is light at the end of the tunnel we're just about there
0: yeah yeah we're, we're, we're getting there uh and just another interesting comment uh so your class certificate is good for one year and you can apply for 90 days before an extension on a renewal question Yes, that is accurate. The certificate you get from us is good for one year from the date on the certificate. You can apply for your new permit up to 90 days prior to your expiration date on your permit to carry. Uh,
2: and that's true for all companies in Minnesota. Yeah, yeah that's.
1: that's yeah, I was going to say that's not a company rule. That's state law. State law says your training has to have been completed in the last 12 months. Yep. But yeah, if you do that math, you can take your class literally 15 months ahead of when you expire. So what I tell people when we're having class is, when you get your next permit and you see the only date on it, which is the expiration date, just put a mark on your calendar one year prior to that, that's when you start looking for your class. You're in your window at that point.
0: Yeah, Uh, man, there's another one. Okay, I I, I don't wanna get too crazy. if it's gun ban, will it be uncertain ammo? So, I actually don't believe there'll ever be a gun ban at a federal level. I think it, may, it makes for good saber rattling, but I think the motives of Bloomberg and every town for gun safety and mom demand action. They know that they're not going to get another 94 crime bill, right? They're not going to get another wet uh, assault weapons ban at a federal level. They and they're not interested in in tackling it at a federal level. They are they are seeing what they can get passed in the most progressive of states like your Oregon or your California and they're targeting at a local level. That being yeah, because t- if
2: they can get it passed there, they can scale that to right. a national level, right? Well, like, and look at, they,
1: look at what they accomplished in Virginia. That state went from being very gun friendly to very unfriendly in a matter of months. So I think Virginia. Incredible how fast that changed.
0: I think Virginia is a little unique. Um,
1: Anything that's that's right around the D.C. area like that is definitely unique. That's that's you know not like the other probably say forty-five states, but yeah, it's just it was just though it was it amazed me how quickly that state almost completely flipped.
0: So I think the issue with Virginia and why I say it's a little unique, I mean, I would agree it was night and day. Um, Virginia state governors are not allowed to serve consecutive terms. They've been barred from immediate reelection since the adoption of their second constitution, because I suspect that probably had to do with that whole civil war thing. Uh, and uh, they're, you know, so they can't go immediate reelection. So their current governor is most likely unconcerned about his prospects for re-election. And so Northam, you know, just decided to push a bunch of stuff through. Uh, so again, it's, I don't think they care one bit about federal level, national level, right? They're gonna keep dumping stupid amount of money into local elections. And we can see it here in Minnesota. We're part of their agenda. Um, we're a fairly progressive state in, in that thing, in in that side of things. And mm, yeah, they're just, they don't care about a a federal ban. It's great for, to stoke the fears, but, um, yeah, it's, it's not going to happen. So, oh, another one in here. Permit to carry is good for five years, right? That is correct. Permit to carry is good for five years from the date of issuance. It's the only date to put on your permit to carry, right? It's the only date that matters. Jim likes to tell you to go ahead and, you know, pop into your phone calendar, set a date for, you know, four years in the future so you can take your permit to carry early and uh, and make sure you, you have everything lined up. Um, as Jim said, we're seeing, was it Ramsey, and or not Ramsey, Hennepin County, they're booked out months in advance. Dakota County is doing really freaking good right now where they're, Two, three. Yeah, I
1: mean, kudos to Dakota County for, for being on the ball. They're, they're doing a great job. And it's nice to see.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, the, the further you get out from the metro, uh, the more.
1: Uh, and I understand some of this is capacity, too. I mean, I've heard that uh, Hennepin County is booking appointments about every 10 minutes. They just have so many people that they need to get in that they're booked out till November. And I think they're probably in the same boat. We are, they hit got hit with a surge that they just didn't have the infrastructure in place to accommodate. And they've had to, you know, roll with the punches as best they can, you know, if we give them the benefit of the doubt.
0: As, as we all have (laughs) again, been a weird, been a year weird 2020. Um, And that's, you know, it's not just it's not just us that are backed up, right It's not just the the county sheriffs. it's the ammo manufacturers it's the you know I've been complaining to you guys privately about a holster taking thirty five days to get shipped for one of the most common carry firearms there is, but it's everybody and it's everything you
1: know it, and it all started with toilet paper, yeah it
0: did.
2: I'm doing good on that. I still got about, well, four thousand rolls left.
0: Right. Treat that stuff like it's stock. Yeah. It.
2: <laughs> I'm gonna return it next week. I think.
0: Oh, where was I? There was some place I was. Uh, oh, oh, uh, Minnesota Home Outlet, and uh, th- I'm not joking. It was. It was ten feet tall and fifteen feet wide of a pile of toilet paper like a month ago. How much? Oh, I don't even know. <laughs> I don't need any toilet paper.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, I see something that, that i have just figured out. Where's the spot where I can run off and jump into it? Right. You hit on a, Yeah, uh, I get thrown out of the store, but that's a whole different story.
0: Another one. Uh, two things in here I want to touch on. Do we send email reminders, Jim? I'll uh'll let you handle that
1: uh, if you if, if you want to go with strict definition definite dictionary definition of the word reminder we do not we send confirmations on a lot of things but you know you've made an appointment for you know three weeks from now two days ahead I'm not sending you a reminder no so we assume that you're responsible and can keep track of your appointments
0: to be clear though if if you send us a note that says, hey, none of these dates work, you know, let me know about future dates. You yeah,
1: see, that's not a reminder in my mind. That's well, what I'm I, saying. I wonder Speaking if Steve's nation.
2: not referring to four years from now.
0: <laughs> well, that's a good point. You know, given the... Well, where, maybe we need clarification of the question. Uh, you know, let's take it, though. Let's let's. Uh,
2: I fully intend to remind those coming up on their five-year mark that they're going to need to renew. and. AJ will be there knocking on your door, reminding you, hey, Twin Cities Carrie's still here.
1: We're still ready for you. And just so you can get that thought out of your head, he'll be knocking on your virtual door.
2: (laughs) Oh, no. Actual door. I got a (laughs) very long list of naughty and nice.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, No, we're absolutely going to shoot you a a reminder at a five-year point that says, hey, you know, We think it went well the first
1: time. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, if you were one of our students, we will give you a reminder to sign up for another class. But, yeah, if you're looking for a reminder that you have an appointment a week or three from now, no, we don't send those. I
2: think I might use a liquor analogy this year. Hey, you remember us four years ago. We've aged four years. (laughs) We only get better with time. Like a fine wine
0: or a fancy whiskey or Waiting to see where this goes.
2: Rubbing alcohol. I don't know.
0: <laughs> oh, only ammo I have is 30 at 6 and 22. <laughs> they make a 30 at 6 carry pistol. I am sure somebody makes a pistol in 30. At six. Well, I
1: mean, you could certainly get a Thompson contender in 30 at 6, and I think that would be classified as a pistol, but. You know, being as it's a single shot, I wouldn't think it's a good choice.
0: I would say, go ahead and go get yourself a an AR pistol in you know, three hundred blackout or whatever you want. Right? Throw a brace on it and call it good.
2: I mean, that's a fun that's a fun topic that I like to broach in class and and just in general conversation. Minnesota doesn't have the limitation on the number of pistols a person can carry, and with the uh, Newfound glory of turning ARs and other assault rifles into pistols, or classifying them as such. A person could really have a lot of firepower on him. I mean, if a, if a guy went as far as to have multiple 300 blackout pistols with very large capacity magazines, that's a an interesting thought, nonetheless.
0: You know, on a, a 50. I've I've seen 50 AE handguns, right? Well, you know, your uh, your your deagles, your desert eagles, and whatnot. But I have not seen a 50 BMG uh, handgun. I've seen you know 500 magnums, 500 Smith and Wessons, whatnot. 50 BMG Thunder. Oh, okay, yeah, it's it's exactly what you expect it to be. It's a a, a breech loaded, a breech locked firearm. Uh, single single shot pistol chambered in 50 BMG. That's, that's a different type of firepower than versus capacity. Um, I mean, you guys know... I've, that's I've, for squirrel hunting, right? Yeah. Heck yeah. At that's years. for <laughs>
1: squirrel hunting when the squirrel is <laughs> on the other side of the neighbor's house through the refrigerator, through the TV, through the car. Yeah, it's squirrel that's
2: hunting at 2,000 yards.
1: yards. <laughs> About proving a point to the other
0: squirrels at that point, Jim. <laughs> sending a message <laughs> uh, no you guys know i've been looking at at a a nine millimeter ar pattern pistol because it is a you know i don't need the the rifle round capacity i want something that fits in a backpack or something that fits concealably in a in a, a trunk in a, a backpack easily um so that i have an easier to control platform with the ability to put down a fair amount of fire should i ever need to um it's i don't know why why wouldn't you (laughs) why why wouldn't you but um you know i'm into some weird stuff as it is when it comes to guns so uh there's one thing i wanted to mention we we're doing our best to not get political and not get into to riot talk and, and everybody's getting enough of that everywhere else. Um, it, it's. Nothing changes for you as a permit holder as a permit to carry CCW in Minnesota, whether it's in, in your everyday passing or you're caught in a riot, right? The the requirements, the stipulations, the law, they don't change. It's still the same rule. You need to be in fear of great bodily harm. You need to uh, have no reasonable means of retreat, no lesser course will do, you know. um, Nothing changes for you. Um, Your best course is avoidance, in my opinion. Um, I'm not saying you shouldn't be out uh, protesting. I'm not saying you shouldn't be out, you know, for for whatever your message is, Uh, peacefully, but you know, we've seen what happens when it gets dark out at night and we've seen what happens
1: when I'm well, you... in mean, the first amendment right to peaceable assembly and protest. Yeah. I mean, that is one of our greatest rights. Absolutely take advantage of it, but the word peaceful is important. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, I can't stress enough whether you carry or not in this climate, this day and age, no matter where you are, no matter what you're doing is to not, put yourself in a situation you cannot get out of and always have an exit strategy. Simple as that.
1: That's the, what I think the gun is, is just one more tool available to me to yep. make an exit strategy if I need it to. The hope is that I'm not there in the first place, but it's just one more thing available to me just so that I can get out of there. That's always the goal. Not be there.
0: Yeah. Yep. Uh, Wanted to touch on that. I'm gonna roll back to another comment, really hit on the comments tonight. Comments tonight, uh, look at the Caltech sub 2000 and nine millimeter, absolutely. Uh, yeah,
1: those were hard to find before there was a rush on guns. They're coming out. I mean, talk about something that you're not going to find in the store very well.
0: I they have a second generation coming out though of the Caltech uh sub 2000, I believe it is integrally silenced. Um, so yeah, no, uh, it's a good-priced gun. Uh, I think it's a good gun. It's just an ugly gun.
2: <laughs> I agree with that. Um, <laughs> everybody who has has one absolutely loves them. And you can do a lot to them. You can really customize them. But, damn, if they're kind of ugly.
0: Oh, not kind of. They're straight-up ugly. They're good. They're priced. Pre-COVID, they were priced really well and I think, like, you know, right around $500. Uh, they take Glock pattern mags, nine millimeter.
1: Well, like, they come in four different variants based on what kind of mag you want to use, the Glock being one. So, I mean, there's there's a lot of versatility there. You can get them in a Glock variant, you can get them a Sig variant, you can get them in a Beretta variant, and I forget what the fourth one is. But yeah, I mean, it, it's a great platform.
0: Yeah, they're just, they're, they're ugly, let's be honest. They are, They're not cool looking. They don't look tactical enough. But no, they're absolutely a good gun. I think Caltech's one of those companies that kind of pushes the envelope on design, that pushes the envelope on what polymer can do. Um, yeah,
1: and there have been some failures, but that particular platform is a success.
0: Oh, oh, absolutely.
1: If if we can get past the aesthetics, which you guys seem to have trouble doing.
2: I'm hung up on it. It's got
0: to be pretty. Uh, I, yeah, I just I can't afford a CZ Scorpion, so... <laughs> That's the problem I'm a I am a poor at this point when it comes to guns <laughs> uh, uh. okay well coming up in an hour it's kind of where we usually end it you guys got anything
1: else you want to touch on no and I didn't get any comments on the uh, Facebook page or on the group page again so I don't have anything to, to read in. Yeah.
2: Well, you know, I kind of came into this with no agenda today. Um, I mean, honestly, I, I got nothing more. I mean, uh, I, I did. I feel like the three of us were sitting at the bar today chatting about guns and in the good old days. <laughs> a, a time I like to refer to as pre co.
0: Yeah. Well, I've, uh, I've just recently been allowed out of the house again. So. Um. I've gotten my my conversations on guns in, in. The
2: judge finally let you out, huh? That's nice. Yeah, well, you
0: know, doing my part to stop the spread uh, and and adhering to the quarantine. So, your poor wife. What are you talking about? Poor me. Oh, oh, oh yeah, it sucks for her. Nice I am to not. Sick. <laughs> <laughs> I am whiny when it comes to being sick, but um, no, I definitely got out and. Uh, Man, the first person that would listen to me talk about uh, firearms, <laughs> did I, did I let them know. Oh, man. All of us are too poor for Alien Lago. If you guys do anything else tonight, take a look at the Alien Lago pistol. It is interesting. It is an innovative. And good God, is it spendy. So, um... Yeah, I think we'll we'll wrap it up there. Uh, We'll be back in, what, two weeks, guys? Yep. A little more organized, maybe. (laughs) uh, All right. Thanks, everybody. (laughs) Thanks, everybody, for joining us. Uh, We'll be back in in two weeks on Wednesday at 8 o'clock. You can find us on Facebook – excuse me, on YouTube tomorrow if you uh, don't want to sit through the whole thing uh, tonight. All right. You guys have a good night. Take it easy.
1: Take care.